That sound you hear is Wally eating cookies. Hey guys, uh, Jeff Wally and I had a busy couple weeks. Uh, Wally and I actually took a trip to Hong Kong, got out of Shanghai for a while, and decided to go to one of our favorite style food restaurants, uh, Thai food, and found a couple restaurants based off of Jeff's recommendations. Uh, one is Cha Cha Wan and one is Thai on High. Let's see what we say. All right, guys. Yeah, it's been two weeks. Um, I remember um, my sister even said, um, 2014, you know, you're the horse, a lot of big changes. Well, it's still going. I mean, everybody I know, huge amount of changes. Uh, but before we get into that, you guys just both came back from a wonderful trip to Hong Kong. Enjoyed some amazing Thai food. Uh, so Wally and um, David, they both went to Hong Kong and had a wonderful Thai food over there. Based on someone's recommendation. I don't know who recommended Despite that Despite... Despite the recommendation, Despite recommendation, yeah, that's my recommendation. Just recommendation. We um had we found actually a good Thai food place. If um, but the Thai food place that he recommended was horrible. It was not horrible. What was the place called? First of all, just Wally? consensus. I think we all love Hong Kong, right? As a city. Yeah, we love Hong Kong. Feel about Hong Kong. Yes, Hong, Hong Kong is a great city. Can't rave enough about it. But, but the there's a major blight affecting Hong Kong these days. What was the Thai food place called? It's a little restaurant. I don't want to say the name. No, say the name. Honestly, what is it? Cha Cha One, One One Thai. Oh, yeah, Chan, Chan, uh, Chai Cha Cha One. Cha Cha One, Cha Cha One, yeah. Cha Cha One. Um, the place was packed. Packed. It was packed. We got there. It, it, it was Saturday night, you know, but it was packed when we got there. We had to wait about 30 minutes. I mean, this is not what makes it bad. I mean, it was packed. There's people sitting at the bar, people eating everywhere and everything. Um, but what, what, when we got our seat um, and we started ordering, because it's a Thai food place. I mean, so, again, uh, our expectations were probably not managed properly. We were thinking that we're going to get, um, you know, some spring rolls, some uh, curry, some pad thai. You know, they, we're well, thinking the mainstream, the mainstream, the middle, good stuff. And none of that was on the menu. No. But this, okay, so, again, let me stop you right there. This is a northern Thai restaurant. That's the whole point. It's not a regular run-of-the-mill Thai restaurant. It's a northern Thai, northern Thai food. Uh huh. Yes. Okay. So that's why that's not on the menu. It's like it's like you're you're going to the wrong restaurant for that. Okay. Yes. Yeah. No. Anyway, yes. he goes. Yeah. Yes. I think, think this it's was like going some, to McDonald's this is some overpriced and wanting a bucket, bucket of chicken. You want to go to KFC. This is not KFC. This is McDonald's. They have chicken at McDonald's. They do, but not a bucket. They don't have a bucket. Exactly. So what I'm trying to say is that is northern Thai restaurant. Period. What you're what you want is like a standard Thai restaurant. This is northern Thai, different different food. Okay, I think this is some um, Laotian jungle gulag food. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. <laughs> this is some Laotian prison camp food. So so what? <laughs> someone's someone's trying to no, throw not, out the back door. Cha Cha Wan, their food was delicious. I will I won't say that it wasn't good. It was delicious. Yeah. However, gulag food. However, uh, when you pay thirty U.S. dollars for an omelet. That's crazy. Uh, how much for the, how much for rice? How much for a the bowl sticky of rice? sticky rice, twenty eight Hong Kong dollars, which is about five U.S. dollars. Not a, a, lit, not a It wasn't a bowl. It was a. I actually, I think it was one cup. Three tablespoons. I think it was actually one cup. One cup. One, one cup. cup. one cup of sticky rice, uh, twenty eight Hong Kong dollars, which is about four actually four U.S. dollars for a bowl, of, uh, one cup of rice. 
insane. The whole bill, five people, a little over two hundred bucks, uh, two hundred twenty US dollars. It was anyone full? So it was expensive. No, it was expensive. I was hungry. It was unreasonable. I was hungry then. But it was not a bad restaurant. No, it was unreasonable. But but I mean, the food is good. I forced the food was tasty. I forced down the the raw green mango. Yes, (laughs) it came (laughs) as for dessert. Uh, It was well, and then we had a papaya salad, the veggie vegan papaya salad with no shrimp, no nothing, no chicken. Uh, It was fifteen US dollars, and the portion was tiny. Yeah, we had to get two, right? We did get two, and we got two omelets too. Even though it was thirty dollars, like we were just stupid. Yeah, we actually had paid for it. Yeah, it was thirty dollars for an omelet. It was it was about thirty dollars for the omelet. Was it just an omelet? It was an egg rolled up with stuff, and then there was like some chicken sauce or something. On it, and no sauce. Yeah, some sauce. Uh, the the flavors were unique. Look, I'm not saying anything about the flavors, but the the, the prices was unre- un, uh, unreasonable. But uh, I, I got in all fairness in that area in Hong Kong, and, and honestly, you know, we're, we're it's on probably, Hollywood Road, man. We're probably coming here out, out to Hong Kong, kind of like some um, mainland country bumpkins b- by now. You know, we're used to lesser prices, and that that area is pretty expensive in general. No, yeah, you're right. It is an expensive area. You know, it's it's where you, it's where you're gonna go. It's the where you're gonna go on a Saturday night, right? That whole area over there, LKF. Um, and you're gonna you're just gonna you're gonna pay for it. You're gonna pay for drinks. You're gonna pay for food. You're gonna pay for things. You're gonna pay for. You're just gonna pay to be in a good environment. However, with that said, um, one thing we, we we do like to talk about on this show is places that are worth the money and good food, good quality. Yes. And 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 that we would recommend to people. Um, and we would say that hey, you know, you go there, you're gonna get full. It's a good. It's it's good for your money. It's good quality. Good service. Hidden gems. And you know, gems, the yes. hidden gems. And and we, this is not one of them. Absolutely. And that being said, right away, I just want to say, since I've come back, uh, just in the past few days, I discovered a, a sweet little Thai spot here in Shanghai. I want to take you guys to this week. I'm Maybe excited. we can review it next time. Do they have and sticky rice? They have sticky rice. No. Guess how much? How much? Ba quai jian. Eight quai. No, not 28. Not 28. It's not just organic. Eight. Only it's eight. It's not organic. Only eight. It's not organic, though. It's not organic. Well, I, just I have I it. have no evidence that Chan Chan uh, Cha Cha Wan Cha Cha Wan is organic rice. I just made that up, by the way, guys. I I kept telling them it was organic. I had no idea. Yeah, but even if it was organic, it's not four dollars for a bowl of rice. Yeah, but no. you, I mean, like what? I said, it's it's their price. It's whatever their model is, and you know that's they're next. They're on Hollywood Road in Hong Kong. We got we got to tell folks why do we make a big deal out of sticky rice in Shanghai? So far, we haven't oh, really found Thai everywhere, food. everywhere in Thailand. You're not gonna find it. No, yeah, nope. Thailand, you're not gonna find it you're either. Not find it. Look, it, that's what I'm saying. It's a north. It's an in the north. You will find. I I hear. I haven't been, but I heard. And you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. But I heard in the north, that's where they have the sticky rice. Like, in the south, it's only for desserts. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. in 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 uh, Hawaii, it's everywhere. everywhere. Exactly. You, you get sticky rice. You get sticky but rice or regular rice. You get sticky rice. I think uh, David. I think it was you who, who the first person who said to me. Like he says, that's why Hawaii food, Thai food, is actually a little bit different, even from Thailand and other places. It's most majority northern Thai food. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a Chiang Mai food, uh, Thai food in okay. Hawaii mostly. Yeah, influence. that's true. That's right. Um, not the south southern food. The southern food in in Thailand, it, uh, I think, is more like uh, Vietnamese style. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I can see yeah, that. It's yeah. more Vietnamese. Vietnamese kind of like. Uh, I mean, there there's summer rolls shit like that. The south, for the south you go. So maybe it's maybe it's just like what you're used to, of course. But um, anyways, for my taste and for my eight kwai, this place I want to take you guys to is delicious. And what I'm used to also in 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 Shanghai by now is very pretentious, very nicely decoratively done hardware, um, kind of Thai restaurants 
with uh, social service and social cuisine and overpriced. But I finally found a place that's not overpriced. Delicious food. Um, well, I'm looking forward to it next yeah. week. Not going to oversell it. Maybe, but maybe during the week we'll, we'll go. check it out. We don't have to wait for until next week. Let's yeah, go. I mean, actually, you know, I can have. Well, actually, I can't go, but because of work. But no. But you know, that's that's the power of being employed. Oh, I'm sorry. We'll talk about that later. Oh. <laughs> hey, hey, maybe we can do lunch. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so so a quick note about that restaurant. They, there was going to be a copy of that restaurant, actually a carbon copy. I remember um, on uh, near Donghulu and I think Chululu, I don't know, whatever, near Cantina Gavi. There's a Thai restaurant there now. Originally, when I was walking around over there, it was uh, Cha Cha Wan. You, you saw like Cha Cha Wan opening soon and there was a big billboards and everything. And I remember around that time I went to um, Hong Kong and I went to eat there. And I think it was the manager or the owner or somebody at the bar. I went there for lunch. And I said, hey, it's cool. You guys are opening a branch in Shanghai. And the guy looked at me and said, no, no, we're not. We're not opening a branch in Shanghai at all. And I'm like, oh, guys, are you guys getting copied? And he's like, yeah. So I think they were going to get copied in Shanghai. But now, I guess, I don't know what happened, but it's not It's not that name anymore. It's some other. It's called like Singing Thai or Music Thai or whatever. It's near, near uh, Cantina Gavi, near Donghulu. They probably would have done it better in Shanghai. Uh, I don't know, man. Maybe maybe they just actually came up with the same name. Then they they found out their name was being blighted by, <laughs> by this discouraging. Well, the food is good. Hong that that Kong place is busy. Discouraging Hong Kong. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, wait, was the was the menu really? I un- heard that after the protests and this restaurant, China wants to give the place back to Britain. Hey, speaking of copies, has anybody ever seen? You guys seen uh, Mink? Oh yes, yes. yes but yes. I, mean, I saw the concept pop photos. Are those? Is that real or is it, that? It's real as can be. I have a the I have a friend that is the restaurant manager over at Mink. So as well, in first a of all, copy of mint. Uh, as a copy from, of mint. And I swear to God, if it doesn't almost look exactly the same That's in lots of ways, it it's what, amazing. Tell everyone what is what is what is Mink and Mint. What's what's where is it? What is it? Well, okay. Well, uh, if if you're from Shanghai, you know Mint. Mint is a is a high end like luxury uh, cl- nightclub sort of was, thing. With a, was was uh huh was was okay. Well, it's a little maybe went downhill a little bit now, um, maybe a lot of bit. But it, it has a restaurant, a lounge, and a bar, and it's you know it's 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 the bee's knees, if you will. It used to be. Um, and so somebody from Wulamuchi, uh, came and copied m- Mint and made it Mink M I N K. Uh, all capital letters over in uh, Wulamuchi, and honestly, it's like almost a carbon copy. But it's wait, so you know a manager over there? Yeah, I know the manager over there. Who is he? Uh, he was actually the manager at Mint before. Really? Yeah. And so they brought him over to all all, all the way to Wulamuchi to manage this place. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, these guys did their did their homework, huh? They yeah, got the ma- the manager. They even got the manager. So if you're not, fa- everyone's probably familiar with like knockoff Louis Vuitton bags and knockoff. Uh, you know, merchandise from China. In case you didn't know, it even goes into things like restaurants and bars and nightclubs. Well, Chachawan. Everything is copied. How many things you could name here? I, well, I mean, the Thai food place, simp- simply the Simply Group, um, clubs, restaurants, all kinds of things, really. Yeah, I mean, everything can get copied here. But I, I, I'm looking at my phone really quick because I have to show you. Uh, they they did really good um, copy about everything, so I'm just gonna walk over here to uh, Wally and Jeff and just show them like some pictures. But like there's the there's the club. Um, hold on, I don't know. I just gotta show you some pictures. That's the club. Mm, okay. Huh. Um, wow. There here is the uh, wait. Where's the restaurant? 
Here's here's like the chandeliers. Um, here's the restaurants, the wine coolers, and the the tables. Uh, the tablecloths are ex- very similar. The wow. chairs. Well, it is is a straight up copy. The kitchen. Straight up copy. But but then then when you go to the details, uh, of course. That's here's the DJ booth. Uh, a rickety old desk. It's a fold-out table. Uh, that's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Crack me up. Uh, that and that's the stuff that you, you see here is like the hardware can be copied, and when it comes to the software, like yeah, what kind of DJs do they have? What kind of service they have? What kind of food? Uh, actually, they copied the menu too. Well, yeah, but who's the chef? I mean, you can't just copy the menu. You <laughs> well, it looks it looks the same. It just doesn't probably taste the same. Probably not. Anyway, it, it just just I thought that was very interesting since we're talking about copies. Mm. Um. Anyway, very interesting. Very interesting. Anyway, so um, so anyway, so Thai food next week. Uh, the Thai place in in Hong Kong sucked. Uh, Cha Cha Wan. Sorry guys, but you guys just lost my respect with that one. Even though you're packed, continue making money, but I'm not gonna come back. But uh, Thai on High was really good. Ooh, Thai on High. We'll give one. Oh, th- oh, on High Street, right? Yeah. Yeah, I ate that before. It was good. Yeah, yeah Thai on High is good. Uh, they did a good job. <clears throat> just a normal fare that you would you would want to get. It tasted good. And we were happy. Yeah. And we ate uh, we ate like kings, and we got out of there with, what, 380 Hong Kong dollar? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. And um, if you're a dude who's into dudes, definitely go to that street because you're going to meet <laughs> some nice guys over there. Anyways, it, it's full of very nicely done cafes, restaurants, little boutique shops. Great spot. Very, uh, yeah, very nicely done. The whole The whole strip right there. And delicious was it, Thai food. Was it really? Was it? Is it really a gear? I'm actually. I didn't. I never. I've been there like a million times. I never noticed. Well, pretty, pretty. I don't, I, well, maybe I, they're just out. Is it like gay night. clubs or something, or is it like gay restaurants? Or I mean, I it's not like gay restaurants. It's not like hey, if you're gay, you're gonna eat here. No, so I mean, but it it's just. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it I seemed saw, like they, they just conjugated in. I, I just where? saw like a congregated. I just saw a few, a few, a few couples in different uh, little bars and cafes and restaurants right there, and then like the table next to us was a, uh, uh, maybe table of six, seven. Eight, Gay guys there and like, I I not to brag, I get, I did get scoped out by a, <laughs> a chubby Indian guy. <laughs> not to brag, just saying. Of course, uh, of course he, he's not he's not bragging, but this is the third time I heard this. So. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys also say Hong Kong dollar. Because no, yeah, I feel like I, I've been hearing that. No, I mean I, I they just, say dollar. I just never, right. hear, I never add the S. It should be dollars, but I, uh, for some reason, when I say Hong Kong dollar, I only say, uh, I never add the S. I never add the S either. Really? Hong Kong dollar, yeah. I, like, uh, 50 like 50 Hong Kong dollar. dollar. Yeah. Yeah, that's what really? I said. Really? I put the S. I never, I never put the S. I don't know, I don't know dollars. why. No, no, not sure. 50 Hong Kong dollar. Nah, now you're making me self conscious. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know why, but I just said it this a minute ago. This is Hong Kong dollar. 50 Hong Kong dollar. 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 If I say dollar, I won't put the S. 15 Hong Kong dollar. Dollar. If I said dollar, I say dollars. I don't know. Okay, well there we go. So Hong uh, Kong overall is good. Thai Thai on high, bump to high on, uh, Thai on high, Thai on high street, Thai food on high street. And actually, there's a couple of Thai restaurants right next to each other or in the vicinity on that street there. But yep, it was good stuff. Good stuff. The second topic we want to talk about today is the stampede that happened in Shanghai, where tragically, 36 people lost their lives 
and uh, 48 people were injured. There were a lot of social media rumors, accusations, clarifications. Uh, the news was internationally uh, broadcasting the event, uh, the tragedy that happened. Uh, my parents found out about it in the States. Uh, my friend's parents found out about it in uh, Europe, uh, Germany to be exact, and France, another friend of mine. And um, it was even weighed in. Uh, the situation was talked about by the Chinese president. Um, so it was just an, a massive event, and we happened to be working on the Bund at the time, and we have first-hand uh, accounts and knowledge about what was going on on the Bund, the situation, um, and and how it impacted us, this huge global event, um, huge tragedy that happened in China. And anyway, that's our second part of the conversation, and uh, we just want to give you our opinions and uh, listen and see how see what we say. So what's our main topic today, guys? Um, wow, what happened in Shanghai in the last few weeks? Yes, yes. So New Year's Eve, Shanghai was a big one. Sadly, it was a tragic accident. Um, there was a stampede in on the Bund uh, for the uh, New Year's um, gathering that they usually have. But there was a lot of fuck-ups. There was a lot of things that went wrong. There was a lot of accusations. There was a lot of social media involved. And, and it, it turned into a shitstorm over here. I just, yep. So... It's kind of still is. Granted, uh, I mean a lot. I mean a lot of high emotions and panic. I mean, uh, how many people died? Uh, Thirty-six, I think, yeah. and forty-eight injured. Is it? So really a tragic thing. I mean, just so uh, just to give a little backstory. So in Shanghai, if you're not from here, there's the the Bun, which the is bun. the river area, the tourist area. So it stretches for a few miles, maybe five miles, maybe not five miles, but five miles up and down. All the nice hotels are there. Blah, blah, blah. And it faces kind of Pudong, which is the new financial area. And originally, they were planning to have fireworks over there. So it's kind of a nice area. Everybody files in. If you're out of town, you file in over there to kind of go out there. And, and the streets get packed. Streets and the streets get, really, get packed. really packed. They're packed on the weekend. You know, they're packed on the weekend. But this was an official holiday, which actually I don't think happened it, before. I'm talking China packed. Like, if you're not familiar with the crowds and the number of people in Chinese cities, it's mind-boggling on a normal day. When there's a massive event like this, I, I heard some figure like, you know, 20,000 people packed into some unimaginably small, you know, area, um, you know, this small street corners. Well, well, the, well, the numbers that they give was was 350,000 for this year. Um, but I think that that's, a, that's ex exaggerated low. Yeah, that's low. I think it was more I, than I think that. it was low. I really I think, think it was, it was more like half a million. I think it was more like half yeah. a million, honestly. We don't know, but... When you look out onto the street... It's a sea of people. There's no cars allowed on the street during no. that time, um, and it's packed, packed, packed. So yeah. traditionally, uh, traditionally on the button that they would have uh, a fireworks show every every New Year's, um, and they would shoot it off from the Pudong side, and people on the Pushi side, the west side, would just look at the fireworks, and uh, they would have a uh, crowd control and people, you know, and ways to just to get the people into the button to see the show. And, you know, they had maybe laser lights coming from, you know, s the certain tall buildings. You know, some of the tallest buildings in the world are there. And, you know, they would do, do those things. Um, they, but they this year, this year they decided not to uh, have the fireworks show. But because? 
be- I think it's because of the crowd control. Yeah, last exactly. Year, right? no, no, yeah, because they were afraid of the crowds. Yeah. So at the last, <coughs> at the last minute, because last they, year they, they said again a hundred three hundred thousand, but you know, then again, I thought I think it was more. If you yeah. look at the pictures, and if you look at the pictures you, and compared to like places like New York, and, yeah, and because New York does more than that. And London, York, London, more, they said three hundred thousand. London, they said it was five hundred thousand. Exactly. And if you look at that, those pictures compared in like the, their street scenes compared to what no. we have over in Shanghai. Like we really look. Yeah, like a I lot. mean, it is. Um, so the chef was coming over, and he was like, "Well, I'm gonna try to catch a cab." And then he got on the street because his the, his restaurants around there. So, well, of course, I'm not gonna catch a cab. I'm gonna jump on the moped. Uh, one of his one of his cooks was like, oh, "I'll give you a ride on a moped." What ended up happening is, they were he was helping the cook to try to get the moped out of there. And eventually, he's like, "We can't get your moped." There was so many people, he couldn't get a little moped out of there. And he just kind of walked, and he's like, "You get to an intersection, and just to see if people just carry you in one direction. It's like swimming." Well, I know people that went from uh, went d- had for had dinner at uh, three on the bun, uh-huh. at three on the bun, um, and walked down to uh, Bar Rouge, uh-huh. Bar Rouge, and it took them an hour and a half to get through people. Yeah, and and, and this is should be usually what a ten minute walk. If that, yeah. Yeah, if that. Ten minute walk uh, if a girl has heels on. Yeah, if a girl has heels, ten minute walk, you should be able to walk down the street. Even on a busy day, you should be able to walk down the street. But an hour and a half, they said. That's incredible. It is is incredible. Usually, when they do have the fireworks, they pull out all stops with security. There's police, massive amounts of police. They shut down the subway stops in the area so that you can't get off the subway there to control crowds. They shut down all motor traffic in a wide area around there. Um, they do a lot to control the traffic, and it still gets very busy. Yep. But uh, what I heard reported was that because they had planned to not do a fireworks show this year, then they cut way back. Uh, they allowed uh, subway stops to stay open in that area. Uh, they had many times less police than they usually would have, uh, less blockades and less barriers. So the number that I heard was they had 500 police officers for the, the what they said 300,000 people. Yes, which is nothing. Which is which is nothing. And the other thing that they 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 messed up with um wait, wait, wait. so wait, wait. before before you continue. So I think the big point about this is they canceled the fireworks but apparently from what I hear is nobody knew they canceled. But that's it. what I was going to say is yeah. they did not publish it on the on the, their website or their government or website or, or anywhere and said or it was Weibo canceled. or whatever nobody nobody heard about it. I mean even the business owners around the area um, from who I talked to they did not know anything about the plans, the transportation, the road closings yeah. and went to their official websites and nobody knew. Yeah. Uh when I was I was not far from that area uh for, you know before midnight and I was li- talking to um customers, patrons uh, saying, "Oh yeah, uh, it's almost midnight. We're gonna we're gonna go out watch the fireworks. We're gonna go down and watch the fireworks." So, um, you know, people were talking about and expecting to go see the fireworks show. There was no one I talked to who, and even, even myself included, I had I heard nothing uh, alluding to the fact that there wasn't gonna be a fireworks show. I mean, me too. I heard that it was gonna not gonna be a fireworks show, and then I heard there was gonna be a fireworks show. Like everybody was like, "Of course there is," mm. and then there wasn't going to be a fireworks. I had no clue. Yeah. Well, okay. So back to back to exactly what happened. Let's give it going. So that was that. There's a lot of people, and before we tell them who's to blame, what happened was um, there was a so to get on to the the bun, the actual like little viewing platform. There's like a little promenade that runs along. There's a few staircases, and that's how you get to this promenade, this little ledge, this little um, kind of balcony area that kind of overlooks the river and has the best view. Um, on the bun, really. And that stretches for a few miles. Um, but the staircase, uh, you got to get up the staircase. That's the only way to get up there. There's staircase throughout there. And the staircase to get up there are about, I would say, 10 meters wide. All depends on the spot. 
all of them. They're n- they're never longer than ten meters. No, no, no. Some some of them are more narrow. Some of them are only maybe three meters wide. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, it's like it's like for for happen, where the stampede happened, there was there, there there was a bit right there that was only about three meters wide. Oh, it was, it was, it was, se- it was seventeen steps. Well, if you go up, there's two different ways. If you're going uh, east toward uh, the the toward the promenade from uh, the street, yeah. Um, the the steps are are almost infinite wide. Uh, then there's o- there's about three or four steps there, and then you go to another three or four steps to go up another tier, mm-hmm. and then you can go up, and there's about I would say yes, about an eight meter wide staircase. Okay. But there's other places where you can go, and they tur- take kind of go uh, down and then up, uh, on uh, like coming sideways into the promenade. Yeah, and those are about three three meters wide. Really? Um, so there's like there's many st- ways to go up th- to the to the stair the promenade, um, but there's also sm- you know a lot narrow areas. But yeah, but I mean even ten. 10 meters wide is not a huge, if you think about it, an area that's the centerpiece of that. It's not really that wide. It's pretty small. No, no, it is. It is. Like I mean, 30 feet. For 300,000 people, yes, it is. Yes, it's it's very small. But, okay, so what happened was, so exactly what happened, the facts that we know of what happened is um, on that staircase, on one of those staircases in Chengyi Square, which is right where Nanjing Road, um, hits Nanjing Road, which is a big, very important road. Hits the Bund. You have Peace Hotel. You have two Peace Hotels there. Always the most crowded intersection. Yeah. Yep. One of the most important intersections in Shanghai. And the busiest street in the world, apparently. Is it Nanjing Nanjing Road. Uh, Makes sense. Doesn't seem that busy. It's the busiest street in the world. Human traffic? Human traffic. All day, every day. All day, every day. According to who? Statistics. I I, I, I can't believe that. Dude, I told you, I ran down the street in the middle of the night. There's no one there. It's empty. Okay, well, it's pretty fucking busy. Okay, it's busy. It's, it's pretty busy fucking busy. And um, so uh, what happened, there was an incident on one of those staircases. And um, there was a group of people trying to go up around 11, what, 11.35. It was about the time the incident happened, right? Yeah, uh, about, there's, there's, so again, there was a lot of people. You could go online, see the videos. They were trying to move up to get on the promenade. And there was the same amount of people trying to move down. And basically... There was this clash of bodies on those on that little staircase, and pretty much, as far as we know, thirty-five people perished. They got sounds like people took crowds had to fall backwards, fall down the steps. Yeah. Sounds like sounds like yeah. And I think if crushed. if one person trips on that, that's dominoes like no one's business, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. And um, so that's what happened. And I think uh, based on interviews, but that night there was also reports of. M- U- U.S. dollars or fake U.S. dollars being dropped about 50 meters from there, um, 50, 60 meters from there, uh, where um, there's a few nightclubs and a few r- high-end restaurants. Uh, eight, 18, uh, Bund, Bund 18 yeah. building. Yeah, Bund 18 building. So, And there's pictures of the club M18 with uh, basically printed like what looks like coupons or fake U.S. dollars. I'm sure you heard it in the news. And... One of the earlier reports came out was people were dropping that from the rooftop or from the club. People mistook it for real money and scrambled for it, and that's what caused the stampede. And yep. there was a big thing about that on Weibo and and whatever on the news. Crazy, 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 crazy. crazy. Um, which kind of fits a good narrative, and it's you know, and there was uh, there was a lot of angry people out there. So uh, you guys didn't hear a great segment where I had a sugar whiny rage, but. Well, you know, th- this 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 might be the bits and pieces that we release later. And and and, and, and the coffee, <laughs> slurping coffee. Anyway, back to the stampede. Um, so look, okay, let's 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 stop dancing around the issue. I mean, one of the biggest reasons this is 
you know, a place. What's up, Danny? on this issue. It was it was messed up. Okay, so anybody that went out out, out to party on, on New Year's and woke up in the next morning to thirty six people dead, yeah. forty eight people injured. Uh, two of them were uh, were from were either, were from uh, Taiwan. One from Macau. Women, mostly women. Everybody was most of the people that were dead. Um, uh, were in the 20s. The youngest was 12 years old. The oldest was 37. And uh, it was because of the nightclub M18. This is what people were saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, that threw fake dollar bills, or they called them fake dollar bills, but we actually made, were, were coupons um, out the were window. Were they coupons? Well, they weren't coupons. They, they weren't coupons. They were, they were, they're, they're flyers, basically. They're flyers, yeah. yeah. But but they weren't meant. They were meant for in 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 venue use. Yeah, yeah. But they're they're not even used. They're just for display, right? They're, it's not like you could exchange it for drinks, right? No, no, you couldn't. It was yeah. just for it was just for fun. It was a yeah. it was a prop for the party that they're having. Which is a brilliant prop, by the way. I, I thought it was a brilliant pop prop. I mean, for great for marketing, it had M eighteen logo could, on it. Cannot be used in Shanghai ever again. Never again. Not no club could do it. Pretty much. Nope. 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 It, but people were taking pictures of it, and because of the pictures so, that people so were po- posted on on their uh, Weibo, which is their Chinese Twitter, and um, their uh, uh, WeChat, they they these people said, you know, we're throwing dollars around and yada yada yada. People saw dollars, and boom, perfect uh, excuse for the f- for social media to pin the blame right on uh, this nightclub. Before we go further, I think we got to come clean. Hmm. The reason we're talking about employment and being unemployed, where does Wally and David used to work? We used to work for M eighteen exactly. So what used to, which is we will get to the rest of the story in a second. I mean, because we talk about, I think it's also a good good opportunity for us because, I mean, look, M18, uh, now that you know, is no more um, about the economics of the business, which is, I think, a good opportunity because now we have, you know, nothing to hide about it. This club is closed. So it's closed. Yeah, true. So uh, no big deal. But, um, yeah, so uh, I guess um, this is, uh, I didn't know, you know, what was happening, but I got woken up early in the morning in, in, uh, in New Year's Eve, I think around 7 or 8, which is super early for New Year's. I mean, we, I was working till 3 um and um i was like oh my god i mean um there's this, all these messages da 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 like you know i uh, so, you know telling me like um something's happening they think m18's responsible they drop bills um and that causes stampede which is actually in a lot of places around the world that's illegal i mean if you if you have if you first of all printing fake cu- currency is illegal right mm-hmm. you know but th- okay fine this is not fake currency because it's not meant to be looked at fake currency but even then things that endanger public harm is illegal in china it's against the law mm-hmm. and it's illegal it's against the law in a lot of places right so you know I, right away i was like okay david and wally might be some serious trouble so i try to call um you know i, I kind of get up and i'm like man should i call him fuck it okay i'll call him so i start calling david and no answer and i call his girlfriend no answer. Because uh, I, w- I was drunk in bed. No, for sure. I mean, 8 o'clock in the morning is... Uh, the re- only reason I woke up is because I got off of work at 3 and went to bed at 4. That's the only reason, you know, and um, I wasn't super drunk. And um, I go over to Wally, uh, knock on his door, wake him up, and he's like, oh, it's crazy, and rolls over and goes back to sleep. <laughs> I, I, I was literally I think in you shock. just got back home, right? Uh, yeah, so I, you know... Um, but did it make sense? I'm curious. I mean, did it really come, like, did it sink in yet? Or just like, oh, okay, something kind of happened. I was really in shock. Uh, it was hard to believe at first because, uh, like you said, I, I had, um, I didn't really know that level of details until you woke me up with the, 
that morning. And the the odd, ironic thing about it is uh, working in a- M18, uh, we were there all night. Um, you know, I left work about uh, 6.45 in the morning, almost 7 a.m. And up to that point, we were extremely busy, extremely packed inside the club. And uh, all we were focusing on is, you know, business in the club, to making sure everything's running smooth uh, on the biggest night of the year for us. And had no clue, absolutely no idea what was going on outside. I mean, literally within 50 meters. Within 50 meters. No, it and wasn't within 50 meters. 78 meters away. 78 meters away. Yeah. So, but 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 basically... Well, the incident, but I'm just saying, like, there was... There was uh, Police and literally outside the door, well, and I, I bodies and everything. And well, anything, sure. anything that happened outside, I, we I had g- no idea what was going I on. I guess what happened: there was bodies outside the door. They took them from the incident, which was oh. about eighty meters away, and brought them over to in front of M eighteen because it was actually the only place. Monday team was the only place with free space. Yeah, that's right. That's the picture. That's the picture show. Yeah. yeah. So there, well, there was a co- there was a lot of uh, you know there's a lot of speculating on rumors and uh, you know maybe the wind blew the money over there in all honest truth and this is what the videos were the record there's a million cameras and actually this is another important thing about the bund there are millions of cameras there mm-hmm. so this is not you know what uh, the final report what happened by the police it's not guesswork it's video yeah that's plus all the people recordings right. so this is not th- and this is what i'm trying to say that people are talking about and you know try to understand why they're saying it but also understand, and also try to, and this is what will help us kind of disprove it. It's it's you know it's like the nine eleven terror attacks, you know, and um, and there was a lot of conspiracy theories and da, da, da. But once you start understanding why people believe the conspiracy theories, it actually helps you understand why they're not real. You know? I believe that it was a conspiracy, though. Oh Jesus Christ! No. Um, well, you don't. Of course not. No. Are you serious? Yes. Of, it was a conspiracy by a, gr- a group of. Uh, Muslim extremists. Yes, it was truly an exp- conspiracy. Yes, it was a conspiracy by Muslim experience, a, a, extremists. Oh no, man! It was an inside job. No, yeah, he's oh. just being. A, no, he's being a dick. He's just <laughs> super David. I'm serious. So, no. Trying to I, wag I, the no. dog. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> Obama's trying to wag the dog. <laughs> hey, hey, David. Yes. It's my job to do this. This is a, you, wait, you. You you had like two cookies. There's no. There's no reason you should be doing this. But I'm. I'm serious. I. I do think it was an inside job. Oh God! Back at the ranch. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> what? So okay. So do you understand why people still believe that it might be the M18's fault and dropping the bills for the same reason you think it's an inside job? People well, no, 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 that's the thing. People do believe that still believe that it's M18's fault for dropping the bills, and so, and and that's and that's one thing that we we needed to talk about. So look, so, look, okay, look, so, look, look, there are there are like um, police reports and a lot of cameras about I can't what. Believe. What happened that. over in um, on the Bund and everything, uh, but there, it, it, but I am keeping really close tabs to the news and and the public idea. And you know, I I can't remember who said it. Maybe it was you you that said it. It was the, it was the people that want to already believe that it was a conspiracy. Want to believe that it, you know it was um uh, the fault of M eighteen and the rich people throwing yeah. money out no. the window. What, what I'm trying to say is perpetuated, but there are still people perpetuating yes. this idea that no. M eighteen is at fault for this, and they do honestly so, believe so, this. No, this even is, up to today. Is, no, but this comments. is this is this is the reason the psychology I say. Be, why do people believe uh, the conspiracy theories about nine eleven is because. You wanna, you know, um, and this is not my quote, and this is this is this is when you when listen to them, people talk about it. They say, um, you look at 
the Holocaust, right? Holocaust. Okay, you you do believe Holocaust happened, right? Which part? Just, just uh, I mean, the guessing the Jews. Yes, yeah, yes, okay. Yes. So, and and the reason most people believe that, yes, there's a few fringe that doesn't believe it, but most people believe it. It's it's really you really got to look hard to find people who don't deny it. Is um, it's a big evil, you know, the Nazi, you the Nazis, Germany, uh, Hitler, doing an evil act, a big evil act. It makes sense in people's psychologies. People can. It's hard for people to accept that. Uh, just random things, just a, a few dudes who with box cutter knives could actually hijack an airplane and fly into a building. It's hard for people understand that the world is not, okay, I have a big army, I could protect myself. It The, the world does not make no, sense. You're, you're right. You know, the same thing happened with the um, with the terrorist attack in Paris the other day. You know, a lot of people are, um, I was on I was on uh, WeChat and, t- and chatting to a friend about it and he had a, had a big rant the other day about, about, why did the stampede and all the people uh, that you know died in the stampede, you know, uh, that go over go away in a, in a couple of days? But everybody's rallied around the you know the terrorist attacks in Paris, and why is it so important? And I'm, I'm like, well, it's very, in my opinion, it's very simple. There's there is a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. there's a yeah. bad guy in, yeah. in there. There's a yeah. there's a tangible bad guy that yeah. you need to get that can yeah. be punished. Yeah. And in the stampede issue, it's just a tragedy. There, it's just a tragedy. Yeah. There's no there's no yeah. rhyme or reason yeah. for it. It's just people and, died, and, and people oops. and people have a really hard time to accept that. People have a very hard time and, this and they is really the, need to play yeah, find exactly. somebody for that and and uh, even even if the the police like they did come out and they said we didn't have enough people the government said hey we didn't prepare that's not a evil that's not what an evil guy does that's yes. not evil that's, that's not evil. we need somebody evil and what is evil it's rich rich four eyes which uh, rich chinese and rich foreigners and and you know rich kids in high-end clubs yep and high-end restaurant dropping fake money to enrage the crowds yep you know and they got hurt because of them yep and that fits the narrative very well as much as some people wish it was true it is just simply not the truth but you're not i mean this you, that now you're arguing against ecology you know the same yeah. reason yeah. you know 9-11 deniers same thing oh okay yeah you have to have a big, big evil and you can't have five guys with box cutters how many guys seven guys 11 guys i don't remember you know not many not many. Like three per plane yeah. or something. Out of a cave in Afghanistan, do this, you know. Um, and the same thing. This it fits. It's so perfect. I mean, for not for us, obviously. For for a lot of people, if it was the fault of these nightclubs and rich people dropping. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, and, and that. So anyway, so yeah, you always you always do need a bad guy, but no, there are. And I will go back to what you were saying about the wind and everything. About that, it's it, it is it is possible that. You know, if you look at the bun and look at where it happened, that yeah. if you throw something out, the, out of there and the wind was right, it could take things over there, of course. But look, the, the thing is, and this is why I think it's not, we should address this issue because we don't need to try to forget about it or not talk about it. I mean, you're like, yeah, you're still worried because you worked there. Yeah, and you should be. But I'm, what I'm trying to say is there's a video out there. And there's a timestamp. And there's well, an I'm investigation. I'm not worried because I, I, I work there. I am, I'm worried that worked. the worked there yes past <laughs> sorry <tense. laughs> too soon pa- past tense. <laughs> no 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 but I, I i am i am worried that you know i, I would i would be worried that the per, uh perpetuation of the wrong information is still out there floating around no no but it's it's like um it's like a politician say get ahead of the issue mm-hmm. get a, and this is w- what we want to do we want to get ahead of the issue true, we want to cover true. all aspects and say look in the end you don't have to believe anything you look at the videos Yep, and they have timestamps. You look at the official police report. I mean, the, the police would love, would love to blame someone for them. Of course, would love it, but 
look, they viewed the videos. Everyone viewed the videos. You have videos of people. That's not what happened. Yep. Even if the wind carried it, time's different. Well, it couldn't have carried it because it was going west, uh, west north, northwest, e- even instead of east. No, so it didn't. So it, it didn't. And what I'm saying, even the time is different. When it was dropped, it was already after the stampede that it was dropped. Yep. You know, and who dropped it? We don't even know who dropped it. Why did they dro- dro- dropped it? You well, know? you know, actually, actually, the here's here here, what you find is that it was an overreaction um, from the the crowd. What they found is that there were people that went downstairs outside with the money, threw it up in the air, and then simultaneously at the same time, uh, Bar Rouge on the upstairs blew off all of their confetti and everything. Oh, so um, it looked like it looked like it was just raining, yeah. but it was. But yeah. then they found the ground, and they're like, "Oh, well, it had to have been all that because yeah. I saw yeah. all this yeah, stuff yeah, flying yeah. from there." And then there's money on the ground, and yeah. but the, so co- the cops only said there was t- only ten bills. So. so there we go. I mean, that's what I'm saying. We don't have to. We g- let's get ahead of the issues. I mean, th- what else? What else could it possibly been? But what w- any any scenario we examine, it's not the reason for it. Th- so that's what I'm saying. You guys have nothing to be worried about. Um, what you have to be worried about is you're both unemployed now. <laughs> yes, yes. They closed M18. So, I, but okay. And let's. I think this is a good. Um, you know, I mean, I, I think we all feel. Uh, it's it's a tragedy, and we're all. It's, it's shitty that it happened. I mean. And that's the thing. I mean, I don't think we don't need to prove anything else. Uh, the the proof has been uh, put out there, um, you know, in investigation, you know, that there's no link with M18. So I don't think we need to distance ourselves from, from this issue. I mean, um, it's, it's a tragedy. It's just a, a very sad situation um, that we happen to be somehow our name, the name of the, the, the club happened to be linked to in the media. Yeah. It was a hell of a party though that night. It was a huge party, and that, back to what I was saying a, a bit ago, it was so big that we, I, you know, literally had no time to look out the window. Oh no, we, we, we left. I left at five, and you left at said you said around seven o'clock. Yeah, and we went outside, and there was well, there was nothing, nothing. We couldn't tell anything happened. And that's what I, that's what I wanted to kind of touch on uh, is that it was so bizarre because um, as here's how the timeline rolled out for for me and I think a lot of the people in that area and probably not just the people who work there but probably, probably party goers um, I believe the stampede happened around 11.35 um, just before midnight maybe about 11 uh, 50 mm-hmm. there was some report of or some uh, image of something being some money being dropped or thrown Yep. Uh, so it was proven that um, and it was a different area, a uh, different location, and different time after the stampede had happened. Right. So that is what proved that the money dropping had nothing to do with the stampede. Right. Um, and the o- overall area with the landing of the money, where it went, and right, right. where the stampede happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's, it's nothing, yeah. It was totally unrelated. Yeah. But, I mean, that inside, because, okay, so just to go back to, to this money, because I know, I, I think... But uh, at, oh, actually, I, w- I want to... I want to f- finish my timeline, please. Yes. So I want to, for others who have not heard this timeline... Uh, I, I mean, I'm talking about my personal timeline, but I think this probably is reflects a lot of people's, you know. Um, okay, go ahead. Uh, f- finding of, of what happened, wh- how things happened. Uh, about four thirty, five in the morning, maybe we start to hear um, some like way way boy or some kind of like news reports and about WeChat, and stuff. WeChat that there stuff. had been some kind of accident. Um, some people had been injured. On the bunt. Now, I'm literally inside, about 78 meters away, right? Is what according to police reports, mm-hmm. and uh, had no idea 
that this accident had happened anywhere nearby. Um, a, a, maybe a couple hours later, maybe about 6 a.m., I get, we hear reports there's actually been deaths on the bun. And when I asked them, somebody about it, they said, oh, I don't know. I think somebody had been maybe pushed into the river because of the crowd. And I heard there was a stabbing, actually. Those, those are one of the earliest thing I heard was like a stabbing. On yeah, I heard the stabbing one, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. So there's like, you know, mixed reports. I think it was still very unclear. And then um, when I was leaving, about 6.30, 6.45 in the morning, I started to hear it was actually a stampede and that a number of people had actually died. That was the first time I I uh, heard that people were actually had actually died and that, that it was a stampede. And you know, I finished work, walked out uh, about 7 a.m. and the streets were clean. There was nobody out there. The streets were starting to empty out. Um, and you would have had no clue that anything had happened out there by by early that next morning. No clue. When I left at five, I had no clue. No. So, but anyway, just to go back about the money, the the M eighteen used this money before for the Wolf of uh, Wolf of Bun Street party, and it was a great success. So yeah. we we printed uh, fifteen million dollars of of money in uh, one hundred M eighteen notes. I mean, and look, it's the same size and color of of a U.S. dollar bill with the hundred signs. But it's branded with M18. It has QR codes and names and signs and Wolf yeah. of Bun I mean, Street. you can Google it and see a I picture mean, it, of it. I yeah. mean, it, it, it's not it's not real money. It's no. it's like it's like throwing Monopoly money out of the window. Exactly. And people getting pissed off about exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. But I mean, it was. But just to have something that of the same size and kind of you know color in a, in the club and where you can you know you can take pictures of it. And so, it dude, people loved it. People loved it. They I think it was a brilliant around. market. It was a brilliant marketing move. It was. It it didn't, co- didn't really cost that much. It cost. It cost about five thousand RMB to print all that money, and it was it was phenomenal. And um, phenomenal and, and and that's the thing. It didn't. It actually didn't do anything wrong. Nothing bad happened because of that money. Yeah. Nothing. And I, nobody in Shanghai could ever do it again. Yeah. I think that that's what that's the thing. It was such an eye catching uh, party prop that it, it caught the eye even of the media. Is that yeah. the yeah, thing it's that too successful for it's actually gravitated for? I mean, anyone who walked into M18 when that uh, those bills were being used as a party prop, that that was the first thing people gravita- gravitated towards. They grabbed onto, started throwing around, playing with. I mean, well, there was. I mean, if it's nobody knows, nobody knows what what fifteen million dollars looks like, and it looks like a, it's a lot of money. <laughs> lot there of was money. stacks on every table. There was twenty stacks of ten, of of, of ten thousand, was it ten thousand ten thousand on every table? So there was two hundred thousand uh, dollars of 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 this fake coupons. Flyers on every table. There was a, there was a, 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 almost a half a million on the reception. There, every every manager had a ten thousand stack in his pocket. You know, I mean, and we still had a box of really? money. Yes, yeah. it, it, like it's a lot of money. I, re- I remember walking to well, was Wolf of Bun Street that much? Yeah, same amount. I remember I remember I walked in there and it was just money and it looked awesome. It looked it, it was amazing. It, the 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 ambiance that it created was it was exactly Wolf of Bun. If you think of Wolf of Wall Street, and you're like, I want to do a nightclub with that kind of theme on it. I don't know why you would, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, the opulence, the the extremes, you know, I mean, all yeah. of that. That was it. You're walking on hundred dollar bills. Yes, they're everywhere. It's just they're, they're trampled, and you just don't give a. You're shit. lighting your cigarettes and cigars with the money. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it was it was brilliant marketing, but you can't ever do it again. Even though it has it caused nothing wrong, it didn't cause anything. But you can't do it again. You can't do it again. And and that was I think. But you know that's why I mean when you woke up that morning, uh, 
you know, it, I was just shocking. I, you know, I didn't really, I couldn't even muster a real response because, you know, my brain was still trying to process this. And, you know, right away, logically, you know, I, I, I kind of understand that, um, you know, part of thinking of this is like, if, if, if Monopoly money was thrown, would Parker Brothers be responsible for a stampede? If real money was thrown, would the Chinese government or U.S. government be responsible for the stampede? Or the I people throwing it. Or yeah. the people throwing it. Or the people making it. Or the people... Well, I mean, look. It had well, on uh, it. Here's, a little, here's a little fun fact for you. The printer that we printed the money, they closed down and moved away. No. Yep. No. They didn't, they're, not even coming after, they're not even coming for their payment from us. They just left, closed down shop, and left. No. Yep. Oh, yeah. Those guys must be wow. fucking panicking. Yep. Yeah, those guys must be panicking. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. So is it a printer in Shanghai? Uh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, uh, outside of Shanghai, but. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, um, you know, all these things go through your mind in this kind of situation. Um, just, you know, and, and all this, um, you know, mostly overshadowed by this huge tragedy, all these deaths. Um, huge uproar and you know anger. You see the angry families in the hospital. Um, you know, just angry very sad, reviews sad online. Yep, angry reviews online. Yeah. And even actually, um, and that's the thing. You know, it's it's uh, that's why that's how conspiracy theory work. I mean, after the police re- revealed everything, after the news, after the videos released, everything, people are like, oh, um, you're in colludes with the police, or you bribe the police, or you. Um, it's a psychological thing. You can't convince some people who don't want to be convinced are not going to be convinced. You know, I, I think the psychology he plays a huge part into it. You know, I think humans, we're, we're pattern seeking animals. Yeah. You know, that's how we evolved. And we want to find reason for things, you know, and when things th- seem to happen for no reason or just seem to be too random, uh, you know, so many deaths um, like that just could suddenly yeah. happen yeah. for for what reason we want to ask right away actually actually an actual example of that because people will like look for signs what you know what how does this um there's a review on dnping which is if you don't know it's the it's the yelp version it's chinese yelp version of review you could review everything and i don't know if Yelp's the same way but the way it works is the more reviews you give the more your review has value mm-hmm. so if you are you constantly reviewing restaurants you your review will actually impact the score a lot mm-hmm. if you're just reviewed once and you don't have a lot of content, it's not, it's not going to really be that effective right. on the overall score. So what happened was a lot of people were leaving one star, saying the average spend, because you, you basically you leave a review, and then you mark the average spend. They were saying it's like a million renminbi per person, you know, trying to fuck up the score and being just like, close down now, get out. Um, and some of the reviews were like, we, p- we put a lot of one-star reviews, but the, re- the stars are not dropping. Why not? Oh, so this is what's happening. We understand now. You're working with, you're paying DMPing uh, for the reviews. You're paying the police so they don't blame you. Ah, we understand what's going on now. Right. You know what I mean? It's like people are looking for these patterns, for these reasons. Right. It's like, no, that's that's not why. It's because this is the way this this is set up. Is right. DMPing is set up. Is you can't it just leave a ton of one, one stars and going to drop the review. No. You know, and I don't know. But, um, I think it complicates it even more that we are in a place where you do hear a lot of stories about corruption and collusion yeah. and bribery yeah. and it just clouds the issues even more, you know? So true. Yeah. True. The thing that we, one thing we, we didn't touch on uh, that maybe everybody knows, but this was international. Yeah, this was an international over, inc- over. incident. We're talking about 
you know, I woke up at, uh, you know, around 1.45 in the afternoon into my first news about this. Um, but, you know, this already stretched all the way to, you know, the States, to Europe, to, you know, people's parents that worked uh, that also worked at M18 uh, from other countries uh, were involved uh, and knew about it already. That it was in it was everywhere. It was everywhere. The president of China actually didn't yeah, weighed in on it. Weighed, weighed in on, on the situation. Of course, just the stampede and the loss of, loss of life, which was very tragic. Uh, however, you know, uh, when they did, you know, M eighteen was at the limelight of this, and it was it was it was a massive, massive um, uh, global incident. So, so what happened then? The management of M eighteen decided not to open. Well, no. What, what happened was is everybody waited for the police to finish their investigation. Mm-hmm. The investigation went as official um, about about uh, sixty hours later after the incident, um, where the police said that it was uh, nothing to do with the bills, and it was this, this, and this reason, and it was impossible for the bills to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, they have it on camera that it was not even the right time um, that the bills were. That there were some bills thrown that thrown that they said there was only ten bills thrown, yeah. and they were had no they had no effect any anyway. Um, uh, and that was uh, uh, it was uh like 15 minutes after the incident, and um, well then everything started to you know fit into place. Where what happened? It was crowd control. It was police. It was it was you know the steps. It was the the police came out actually admitted they they didn't have a presence. They did not. Yeah, I mean, and then they they, so I mean everything got cleared up that this was just a poor poor crowd control management issue. Uh, but you know, from working in, in that nightclub, um, Wally and I really can see that it was, it was, uh, it was an issue. It was yeah. a ma- massive issue. Yet, you know, from inside inside the venue, we were totally unaware. No, no yeah. uh, <laughs> we yeah, were, yeah. we had no clue what was going on. We had a party inside of our venue. So, wh- what happened afterwards? No, I'm saying. Well, I think yeah. Well, what happens? Not, uh, what happened afterwards after the police re- released the report? What happened at, at M18? I mean, uh, why did uh, ultimately they said we don't want to reopen? Uh, well, to be honest, it's just because of of the fines. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was one. It's maybe too insensitive. too sensitive of yeah. an issue. There's families involved that might want to come to yeah. M18 to find answers, um, because they might still believe the initial reports. Sadly, the social media does not help. Yeah. Did not help. Um, there, there, there might be fines uh, from, you know, littering. <laughs> <laughs> because we did throw money yeah. out, uh, the the money was thrown somewhere or didn't find its way out the door somehow, and it's it's, it's just bad for the brand. It is just bad for the brand. Well, to be honest, uh, and to be honest, uh, sad sadly, in the wake of this tragedy, yeah. tragedy, yeah. we would have been fully booked yeah. after it. But uh, what I'm trying, uh, y- that might be the case. But I'm just saying. I mean, and I think you guys touched about it. Like, how can you go and party in there, even no, if it's exactly. not your We don't want to be fully booked and known known because of this. I mean, yeah, we, we exactly. had the most famous nightclub in the world for a, 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 like for tw- for 24 hours there, yeah. Um, yeah. and then honestly, the the we would have been fully booked the next day. The reception was blowing up. We had everything booked. We had things booked for. Somebody got our VIP rooms for the whole week. Yeah, but I mean, that's what I'm saying. You don't want to be. This is not something. And you it's not, not something you want to be. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to go in and say, you know, hi, why is your club getting famous? Oh, because you know we ha- are connected to this. Yeah. This incident. Yeah. It's horrible. It's horrible. I mean, it's like, it, and that's the thing. It's like, it just it, knowing it's happened right there. How can you go out and be like, oh, let's party, whoa? You know, it's it's shitty. It's shitty. It's like nobody wants to do that. And uh, well, not nobody. I mean, Baru's still gonna open. They don't give a shit. Well, I mean, it had nothing to do with them. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's the thing that, that the name of our of this establishment was dragged directly into the the yeah. middle yep. of the story, you know. Yeah, and um, which is too bad, you know. It's too bad because there's a lot of good, you know, employees and managers there that you know are now just all of a sudden uprooted and no clue what's going on. No, but I mean, look, and honestly, I think I think 
I mean, you would agree. I think the the upper owners or whatever, no, the, the the big big owners are lo- were looking for an excuse to close the club, or maybe that gave them an excuse to close the club. Maybe they weren't looking for one, but they said, "Hey, look, this is a good time to wrap it up." I think you're right. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think you're right. You know, if nothing happened, they probably kept going. But like, look, you know, after all this, like you said, the fines on top of this, fuck it, let's just yeah close up shop anyway. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think maybe next time we could talk about finances of the club and how they work and. Because I think, I honestly, I think that's super interesting. I, I got to go soon, guys. Sorry. But I think, I mean, if people knew what a break-even point you guys had to do, it's insane. <laughs> How did you just drink 20 ounces of coffee, by the way? It's not 20. It's like 18. Oh. Oh, that's totally acceptable. <laughs> and you know what I'm going to do right now? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to Starbucks and have another cup of coffee. <laughs> that's not normal, dude. You know what sounds really delicious? Boxing Cat. Oh, yeah. Oh. Bump props to Boxing Cat. Guys, let's wrap it up, uh, or at least for now, because I gotta go do my little meeting. All right. Okay. But um, this is uh, so uh, club finance and Thai food next time. Yeah, and Thai food next time. And but I think we got probably a lot more to talk about about this issue. Yeah, maybe sure, maybe so. we could reflect more on what happened a little bit. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Right. Um, okay, guys. Well, this is Jeffrey signing out. Are we signing out? Do we sign out? No, we don't sign out. See you guys. See you. Bye. We're out. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This is David Tan, and that was China MSG.